Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking with sommelier Jill Mott. She works at Henry and Son. Thank you so much for joining me, Jill. Good morning. Uh, so what are we going to talk about today? I wanted to really just shine light on a producer that a lot of folks here in Minneapolis and St. Paul uh, don't know about. He's a, he's a, for all intents and purposes, he's a natural winemaker. He's not um, taking anything away from his juice or his wine, and he's not adding anything to it except for the smallest amount of sulfur, but even now he's, he's pretty much stopped doing that. Um, and he's located up in Guyersville, which is north of, if you're familiar with kind of wine country in California, for those of you who know that, it's north of Napa, Sonoma proper, um, and we're north of Hedlesburg a little bit. Um, okay. And he's making, he's in this, uh, he's in this winery with a few other of his friends that make great wines out there, like Idlewild and like Rhyme Cellars. But Evan, excuse me, Evan is the only one who's doing, you know, wines that are this, with this little intervention. And so I wanted to talk about a few wines that I tasted on my last trip out to California a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, do you, do you have time for a few wines and a little, a little backstory on the region? And I would love that. The wine is called Ruth Lewandowski. But the guy is called Evan Lewandowski, the winemaker. And I get so many questions on why it's called Ruth Lewandowski. I bet he does too. (laughs) Well, no, he gave me the full, he gave me the full, the lowdown. And I would urge you to, I'm putting out uh, a a really cool interview and video with Evan where we taste wines. We talk about his background tomorrow. Um, So feel free to just Google, you know, Jill Mott, Evan Lewandowski, and it'll come up. Um, but like I said, he's located in Guyersville. He gets all of his fruit or the majority of his fruit from Mendocino. So we're right up there in Northern California, um, around the area of Ukia. And what brought him to the, to the forefront of kind of natural winemaking in that area is he used to, he loves Utah. This dude is obsessed with Utah. (laughs) Okay. He loves the sense of community there. Um, you know, kind of, he's kind of an outsider, um, not pertaining to the, the main religion there. Um, so he's got this great community. He loves the outdoors, right? Mm-hmm. And so he he was getting grapes from Mendocino. The the wines started to ferment, and then he would truck them all to Utah <laughs> to like wow. to age them in Utah. And he thought not only the microclimate was great there, but he he wanted to start growing vineyards in Utah. He thought oh. Utah has a perfect climate for growing great quality grapes. Now that project has been put on hold because he a got lonely he's got lots of friends in northern california and b he was like this carbon footprint isn't really cool guys i'm like Uh. shipping all this wine to and from utah so now he's located in guyersville um he's not doing that back and forth as much anymore except he does have plans to start a vineyard to consult to do all these things in utah so but that's Mm. what brought him you know, a a lot of attention. People were like, why is this guy making wine in Utah? Like, why does this (laughs) bottle of wine say anything about Utah? Anyway, so he usually works with a lot of Italian varietals. So wines that um, come from Italy or have made their way over from Italy. And one of them is called Malon. And Malon, it's M-A-H-L-O-N, is a the varietal Arnace, which Arnace is known in the Piedmont region in northern Italy. And here, Evan, he gets the grapes and ju- from this really cool vineyard called Fox Hill Vineyard and just does 
the lightest skin contact, a, a few hours to give it some texture and complexity. And then he, um, he will foot trod it. So I love Lucy style. Yeah. And to mix up the juice and then presses it. And man, this wine is so pretty. It's textural. It's oxymoronic because it's rich in texture, but it's not necessarily rich in body. It's like <laughs> medium bodied and just a really, really fun wine. Um, so that's, that's called Malin. Um, nice. another one. Yeah. Another one is, and these are two of his, his spring releases that are still kind of floating around our market. One is called Boaz and Boaz, um, is a wine that literally, if you want one wine that I think is quintessential, Evan Lewandowski, it's Boaz. And the reason I say that is, um, a friend poured it for me blind months ago and i was this smells like an evan lewandowski wine <laughs> and lo and behold it was wow um, and it's a really cool wine that he gets from the testa vineyard which the testa their testa ranch vineyard which is like a very heralded vineyard in this neck of the woods but it's a very rich very bold red um it's got carignan in it which is usually pretty lean and mean and but still has a lot of flavor it's got carignan that's blended with grenache that adds body and that adds fruit you know like a lot of red fruits and then um cabernet sauvignon which as many of you know uh, you know drinks drinks like dark and kind of sinister and has a lot of body to it and yeah. a lot of like eucalyptus tones and so this this blend of this wine is so so pretty and I just love it. If you're in the mood for like, I want a rich red, go buy some Boaz is what I'm telling you. <laughs> um, the, his website says it's like around $40 a bottle, but it's not. It's actually less than that at the wine shop I work at. But it's, you know, you can find it uh, all over the city, which is cool. The last wine I'm going to talk about, do we have time for one more? We do. Okay. So the last wine, it was, it literally is just released. It's not even in our shop yet. It's going to be in our shop like midweek. So it's just getting spread around Minneapolis, St. Paul, but it's super small production. Um, as are the other two, this guy makes like a total of two to 3000 cases. So like next to no wine. Mm. Um, and this is, it's an orange wine and Tato means like kind of a gentle touch, but it also uh, translates to tact. And here Evan does. It's it is a skin contact orange wine. So when you when you see it, it it's like whoa, that's like copper in color. Mm -hmm. But when you taste it, it's just beautiful blend of Friulano, which is again an Italian varietal from northeastern Italy that gets that loves some skin contact. Friulano was born saying, "I want skin contact," because it like <laughs> you get a lot of these like chalky mineral esters but you also get um this like kind of rounder texture and it's not sometimes orange wines can get a little coarse this is like nice and round and plump and kind of a little waxy um and he blends it with a little bit of riesling and a little bit of muscat and not to dissuade you you may hear those words and say i don't like sweet wine hmm. no 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 this is this wine is very dry it just adds a little bit of depth to Friulano because sometimes Friulano can get all minerally and round and plump but and waxy, but you want a little more. And so this is sort of like just putting salt in the baked good. You know, it just 
really at, makes those aromatics burst forth from the glass. And for those of you that, you know, you do have, a, you know, your nuclear family is going to celebrate um, Thanksgiving together. This Tato, which is one of the less expensive um, wines or least expensive wines in his portfolio, um, is a joy to drink with things, you know, like a typical, like a typical Thanksgiving um, feast. And, you know, let's just face it, a vegan Thanksgiving feast too. It would be delicious. <laughs> so yeah, those are the three wines to check out. And um, yeah, R- Ruth Lewandowski slash Evan Lewandowski, check out the video. He's just a really cool guy doing really cool stuff quietly um, up in Guyersville, California. Nice. Now, did you tell us why it's Ruth Lewandowski? I, I didn't because I want to save that as a okay. teaser for people to, <laughs> to actually tune into this video because I'm I'm not really good at editing. Um, I, you know, I, it's not my forte. I, I drink and spit for a living and write <laughs> notes on it. But I did my best. And it's really, it was a really fun edit. Um, it ends up clocking in the videos like 10 minutes long or something. But it just yeah. gives you an idea of, you know, this guy's history. You know, he was like a busser at a restaurant. Wow. Um, <laughs> and went to school for, started to go to school for like sports, fitness, exercise, fitness and stuff like that. And just like, Interesting. when I... He just like me got on the wine path and bye. <laughs> so awesome. Well, we're grateful for it. We learn much from you each and every uh, Wednesday that you're on. Jill Mott, we'll have you back in two weeks. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.